This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Danny Bailey in with me today. Hey, Danny Bailey, what's up, buddy? Hey, Danny. Good to be with you. Good to be here on another Friday. And, two Dannys. Uh, two Dannys. Double Danny. Double Ds. That's double Ds. We've got no yeah. problem with that, right? No, that's one of my favorite combinations of letters. Yeah, me too. Um, and I love boobs. So um, <laughs> let's do this podcast here. we got a lot to talk about. It's a Friday edition of the podcast, so we're going to... Uh, kind of preview the football weekend itself, um, and then be back on Monday with another podcast as we gear up for, I mean, the New York football giants in week one and kind of the Jaguars as well when you have this couple weeks or before the start of the regular season. Um, I mean, the Broncos have an opportunity, and we're going to go over the schedule. Now that we know Teddy's the starter, we're going to go over the entire schedule with Teddy as the starter. And we kind of did a little bit of this on the radio show today, and I was a little bit surprised to see how... I feel like the schedule plays out almost perfectly for the Broncos. And again, that's, I don't know if I'm knocking on wood or if that's just how it looks on paper. But again, part of a team having success and turning the corner and going from, you know, um, the truly kind of that rebuild uh, to having, even any team, a good team having success is dictated sometimes on how kind of your schedule plays out for you. And it couldn't play out any more perfect for these Denver Broncos. I think it's great, um, including getting, uh, I mean, the, you know, your NFC East teams and the Giants and the Cowboys and, and Washington. I mean, all teams that are, I mean, there wasn't a 500 team or better in that group. And uh, yeah, when the I, Washington football team is a playoff team, you know, something's up. And minus the Cowboys, I don't know none of, uh, any of those teams are going to go be able to put up 30, which might be like the recipe to beating the Broncos this season is getting to like 27 or 30 points. Um, we'll talk about it. But I'm Danny Williams. Danny Bailey is in. Um, this is the Broncos Blitz podcast. Subscribe to this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts on planet Earth, including Podbean, which is a real thing we discovered. Um, yesterday, we had uh, Scott DeHuff who's, you know, uh, was a legend at the fan, helped make the fan kind of what they are today, including the sound and the success that they had in here. He's part of the Mile High Sports team and family as well. And we did like 10 minutes on like deep, dark secrets of, you know, radio and stuff like that. Um, kind of, um, you know, talked about his leaving the fan and it was kind of really cool and really unique. Um, guys like us aren't supposed to be friends. You can't like each other's stuff on um, the Twitter and stuff like that. And... You know, for me and him to really come together like that, it's like we've been friends from the outside um, now having a chance to be, you know, kind of uh, learn more about each other and uh, become pals. And Scott DeHuff's a really interesting dude. And again, one of the most underrated guys like in Denver radio history, maybe. So I thought what we did yesterday was kind of cool, even though it wasn't necessarily Broncos uh, Blitz related. But if you, you know, listen to the uh, podcast because, you know, you're uh, a listener of Denver radio or because maybe you like me and, um, you know, what we have going here at the station, then it was really cool yesterday, um, I thought. Um, yeah, fun just, listen for sure. Yeah. A little bit of a look behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. For I some reason, it's like the... It's not like the AAU NBA that we're playing in today where everybody's friends with each other. It's more like the 90s, early 2000s. People don't <laughs> like each other in the media You're not here for some to. reason. You know, like, again, like, Nate's pretty cool. And that's yeah. the beauty of Mile High Sports. And it's Great again, place we to have, be. We have, again, um, you know, people who work for all kinds of other outfits. Andrew Mason, um, who, you know, again, work at Mile High Sports to contribute in some way, shape, or form to the magazine, to the website, which is a titan, and, and to the radio as well. So, um, you know, again, I 
was doing shows at altitude for three years. I was doing a, like my morning show here and going and doing like an afternoon show there. It's unheard of, but I'm special. And you know, they kind of you know James let me there when he was the program director there, and you know, kind of as they transitioned here, what was going on? Nate kind of let me do it there because well, you know I wanted to. It was it didn't have to be like that. You know what I mean? And um, it's just kind of rare. So to Huff, you know, was, you know, they he wanted something a little bit different. Um, they didn't oblige to what maybe they should have for a guy who was given so much. And he said, I'm out of here. And now he's doing something pretty cool with his podcast, which you can find on our, you know, podcast family or, our, you know, our home of uh, podcasts as well on the My High Sports app, all that kind of stuff. But um, I want to talk about the Broncos schedule now. Okay, and going through the schedule sometimes seems like um, cheese dick radio or podcast, but um, not in this circumstance because I think now it shines a whole new perspective on light on what this season can be. For, for, for one, led by Aaron Rodgers, which that didn't happen. Uh, two, led by seemingly one of these guys. And now three, it really being Teddy Bridgewater, and we kind of know it's Teddy Bridgewater. So I want to do this like in a fashion of like trying to kind of keep it real, okay? And not just being like, oh, well, win, you know, win, 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 win. Remember that song? You know that yeah, song? that's a yeah, great yeah. song. Um, but let's do this and try to be realistic with it in the process. Is that cool with you? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we got the Giants, the New York football Giants in week one, okay? They're kind of in a – I'd say people would look at them in the same boat as the Broncos. Um, some young talent, up-and-coming, unproven head coach. Who and what are these Giants? I think that the Broncos – I don't know what the line – the, Bron the Broncos are underdogs in this game? Favorites. By a couple points? Uh, it's Can't, one and a half. Okay. Well, I thought this might be close to a pick where the Giants might be slim favorites. And I bet by the game could time, get there. I think by game time, people will see value in a home team playing a bad team, another bad team. And, um, you know, the betting money, I think, will turn towards the Giants. They'll end up being a pick -em. Always tough to go east west, or west-east. For sure. Go back to the east coast as a... People, as a team from the no doubt about it, it is zone. historically the Broncos are terrible at it, but this is a little bit different. I guess it's week one. This is in the middle of the season. This is you very know, this true. Is not going to Miami in the middle of the season or to the Jets in the middle of the season. This one is a little bit different. So the Giants, who again people say, oh man, the Giants they could be good this year. I'd call it top heavy. You know, you got Saquon. You know, you got Daniel Jones. So some people may or may not believe in. Um, and people might think, oh, they're going to go at least score some points or be productive. I think the opposite. I think they're a bad team. I think they're um, they have no depth um, when you're really looking at who and what they are. And I think the Broncos. And again, we can't do this and go deep with every single game. I think the Broncos handle the Giants in Week One. Go out there and get them a comfortable. Um, what I'm hoping is like some kind of 27-17, where For we sure. where we go put up some points. Even if we get seven points of help from the defense, you still but to put out 27 on the board, actually, I hope I hope that helps. Yeah, Daniel Jones is going to give up the ball at least once for sure, and um, you know, keep a team under 20. That's executing the game plan it, in its entirety, and I think the Broncos beat the Giants in Week One. We could talk a little bit more about the Giants as opposed to like the rest of the games because we'll talk about the rest of the games when the rest of the games are here. But um, I think the Broncos will have a chance to run the ball against the Giants, and I think Teddy won't have to throw the ball more than twenty-five or twenty-six times in order to get a good win for the Broncos against the team that is looks like they're equal. But I would hope the Broncos would be a class above, if that makes sense. It does. Me? I'm with you 100. So, I've seen some people thinking that 
the, they're going to start off the season with a loss, the Broncos. So Broncos win. No reason for the Broncos to lose this game versus the Giants. Okay, week two um, at the Jaguars. Okay, well, um, I love the idea of uh, Trevor Lawrence being a star. I think he's got the goods. Um, and we also know uh, very well here that a guy in Justin Herbert could just start starting and then be great from day one and go score, you know, 27 or 30 points. One, because there may, you know, be in a lot of shootouts that may be down. And uh, another reason is because sometimes you might just go let a dude loose. You might just go let a guy loose like they did in Justin Herbert, and that's why the Chargers look like now they're kind of up and coming with him. But uh, I guess my point is um, I I'm, I will show the Jaguars some respect. Not talented enough. They'll give us some crazy looks. They'll be gimmicky. You'll see some college football stuff from Herb Meyer, but the Broncos will handle the Jaguars, and they'll be 2-0 and after two weeks. What do you think? Yeah, 2-0 for sure. This Jags defense is nothing special, not no. like the Jags defense of years ago. And the offense shell, is shell. still trying to figure it out. No ETN yeah. is going to be painful for Trevor Lawrence all season long. Yeah. And, yeah, it's Urban still trying to kind of feel his way out in real NFL football. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they – they win that game against the Jags pretty easily, I'd say. Then I think a three and zero, I'm sorry, a two and zero Broncos team at the time starts to have some confidence and traction and belief behind what like the coaches are selling. Once you execute it and then you buy in, then it's like, oh, we're doing it. What they told us is really happening. That's when like the real belief and the ultimate buy in comes in, and you kind of like something's happening here. We maybe like, even more than its parts. We're winners now. You start to buy into that, and then I think they they beat the Jets. Yeah, it's the home opener, so they better bring it. And Zach Wilson will have yeah. a couple games under his belt, but at the same time, who else is really on the Jets for him to work with? I mean, he's going to have a tough time against this defense yeah. especially, and yeah, the Jets are an easy win. Could they lose one of these three games? Will they lose one of these game, these three games? I mean, we just said they don't, and they're 3-0. and But again, the Broncos, you know, how much of a class, a, a leap above these other three teams are they? I think that's where Teddy comes into play. Yeah, with Teddy Drew Locke and the unknown and a young quarterback, they do lose one of these games, maybe two of these games. And I think the other thing that contributes to the Teddy potential, lose the potential games. to lose these games, yeah. I think, comes in special teams. We've seen okay. the Broncos yeah. struggle a little bit already in the preseason with that. We know that Tom They've McMahon has had issues in the past. Stunk. So if they have some special teams breakdowns, they could lose one of these games that they should win. And you hope with Teddy that he keeps you in the game enough for the defense to get the win. Okay, they're 3-0 then, okay? And then we host the Ravens, who probably are like everything the Broncos at that point are trying to be, you know? Um, run the ball a lot, play good defense, take shots, you know, um, thoughtful shots like Lamar Jackson does. The only difference is Teddy's not going to be running around all over the place like Lamar Jackson will on the field. So while I think that game will have a chance to be a close game, we got to go with the Broncos losing a game here. Got yeah, the yeah, the Ravens are the first real test. It's kind of tough to have to go up against the AFC North. The AFC North is a great division right yeah. now. So to have all four of those teams this year, is it's a little tricky. Okay, But that's the first loss, and I don't think you can really be mad about it, especially so, if they play well and just lose by a field goal or a touchdown. It's not, not a world-ending, especially if they do start 3-0. They have the Steelers next. 
and I think the Steelers are going to be a 500 team, and we'll start to see some decline in Big Ben. I think they'll score a lot of points, but they're not going to win uh, 10 or 11 games like we're used to them doing. But again, we won't know that until the end of the season. They'll be hanging around at the, this time of the season. They'll probably be thinking that they're uh, you know 10 or 11 win the same old team. So while I'm not going to say they win the Steelers game yet, they have the Ravens after the Steelers, and then the Browns Raiders. after. I'm sorry, the Raiders after yeah. the um, Steelers, and then after that, the Browns at the Browns. What I'm gonna do is say the Broncos win one of the Steelers or Browns games. Okay. Okay. Both on the road. Both on the road. They're gonna win one of those games. Okay. So let's just play the game that they beat the Steelers because it feels okay. like oh damn now sure. they're uh, four and one. Okay. Yep. They beat the Raiders at home. They're five and one. They lose to the Browns. They're five and two at the Browns. Okay. Okay. So let's just stop at that point. Again, you have the Giants, and then the Jaguars, and then the Jets. Okay. Say three and zero. A worst case, I think two and one. I mean, really, honestly, it's like the Broncos. If there's any, if they're gonna have success this year, it has to happen early. Because the schedule allows it, and then they'll need it to like build off of. And that's it's a total really departure from so, Vic Fangio's other September's here. So that'll be that'll be good for him. I agree. So say again, they're three and one after the Ravens. They're four and one after the Steelers. Uh, they beat the Raiders at home. They're five and one. Everyone's talking about the Broncos now. What do we have here? Um, this will be a big matchup against the Browns, who I don't think we're going to go score forty points against the Broncos. That's probably going to be some kind of hoping 27-24 close loss to the Browns. Mm -hmm. where you know one little play here that was a game changer took it away from us five and two okay yep it, people would be losing their minds around here be great right yeah people might actually be back in teddy at that point but also this seems feasible this seems like reasonable this doesn't seem out of this world to me yeah this isn't orange colored glasses this i don't is, think that i don't yeah. think that yeah okay um at that point um we have we're hosting the washington football team Okay, who I don't think will be as good as they were last year, even though they might be still building towards something. They might be seven win good again, but I don't think seven wins will win their division again. No, they might win you know six games, win six games, which again it's like six games. It's kind of hard to do. It's easy to you know uh, be two and fourteen or three and thirteen. You know, there's some wins in there that they have to go win. So there won't be a cakewalk. That'll be a close game. That'll be like uh, you know a twenty seventeen uh, you know uh, ugly one where Teddy's not going to look great in it, but they have a great defense as well, and I think the Broncos will do do just enough so now we have them at six and two right six and two after washington okay so let's um let's be uh, let's have them lose to the cowboys here i think so too you go to jerry worlds and six at and this three point, like and who knows with Dak Dak's health, three touchdowns healthy, let's say yeah. it's a big one for them yeah. the broncos are riding high maybe a little too high again they are young yep. six and three they lose um at the cowboys but they host the eagles the following week and they beat the Eagles. Yeah, defense is going to eat in that game. And I would hope so. That'd be a get-right game where also the Broncos realized the Cowboys are a quality team, a quality product with real aspirations. There's no shame in losing to them. We got to go hammer of bottom feeder like the Eagles, which I think they will be this year. Okay? Yep. And the Broncos at that point are what, 7-3? Seven 7-3. and, three? Seven and three. Okay. And then the Broncos are hosting the Chargers at that point. We'll split with the Chargers, but this is a win here. Win at home? Yeah. Against eight and Justin three. Herbert. Yep. Okay. So eight and three, we're losing our minds. But then we go to Kansas City, eight and four. Let's not even fool around. Mm -hmm. Okay. No discussion. But again, this schedule, 
again, presents itself as an opportunity to get yourself right here and not get into some kind of slide where you lose the confidence of the team and your you know your momentum and everything kind of had going for you by getting the freaking Lions at home the next week. That's a win. We go from eight and four to nine and four. You know, we're not like, oh, win, 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 win. We're not doing that right now. We're like, trying, I'm trying to kind of keep it real. We're 9-4, and four, and then they host the Bengals. I love me some Joey Burrow. I hope he, uh, I hope that one's a 35-31, to 31, and we're like, oh, hey, how those scored the, you know, he's the, all those points on us. That team's supposed to suck. Well, you know, he's a good player. All thing. That's, like, that's what I'm hoping for. Beat the Bengals. They're 10-4. and 10-4? Yeah. I, I bet the Chiefs will be... Ten and four ish, eleven and three ish themselves, mm-hmm. but they'd have that game against us that they won in their For back sure. pocket. We go to the Raiders after that. If the Broncos are ten and four, and then they go to the Raiders, they beat the Raiders in that building because the Raiders will. That, well, that means the Raiders will probably have been down, um, you know. Uh, and I think, I think Gruden. Is like the game has passed by him. I want to like go back to the booth. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I just, I think the Raiders are going to struggle and I don't think they're very good. And if the Broncos are really 10 and 4 at this time, I'm going to give them a win there, 11 and 4, mm-hmm. lose to the Chargers at the Chargers For the sure. following week, 11 and 5. Yeah, because we split with the Chargers. And then the last game of the regular season in Empowerment Field, our building. 11 and 5 Broncos could be facing the 12 and 4 Chiefs and if they win it could be for just maybe the AFC West title and some kind of tiebreaker or again if they're tied at that point again who's to say the Chiefs are going to win 13 or 14 again they get big target on their back and I have them at 11 and 5 that's great that's having a great season yeah so that's where we're at you know like this kind of sounds crazy so again, for it's easy just to say Teddy's going to win nine games, or they're going to win seven games. Okay, well, tell me the, where the seven wins come from and the nine wins come from or losses. The Broncos' schedule again. Let's take a look at this here. Okay, just I mean, Giants, Jaguars, Jets, Raiders twice, Redskins, Eagles, Lions, Bengals. Uh, Chargers who are probably just going to be like a 500 team trying to figure it out will score a lot of points. You got to learn how to win around what Herbert does. New head coach too. I mean, this thing can happen for the Broncos, Danny Bailey. Absolutely, yeah. And I think there there are definitely some spots they could trip up because they've got a couple easy ones in a row. Yeah. And maybe they maybe they do get a little too high on themselves. The youth on the offense especially could contribute to that. But having such a good defense, having guys around like Teddy. Yes. Steady Teddy. Yeah. He's going to try to keep him even keel. Well, I mean, you've I've been seeing it ever since he got named the starter, that video of him walking behind the cheerleaders at some yeah. high school football game where yeah. he's leaned back and he's walking with a ton of swag uh-huh. and just... It's it's an incredible guy to have leading your I like team. Teddy, man. He's a so leader, bro. He's this got a lot team of finally has leadership. Not only that, though, we could have got our NFC conference could have been like we could have had um, Tampa Bay and then the Saints and then the Falcons. And we would know, oh, damn, we're going to have to go score 30 in all those three games to win. Maybe not against the Falcons. Well, maybe not. against. Maybe, though. I you mean, Pitts, know. you know, um, Matt Ryan had we looked his numbers. He was. That's right. I heard 20, you and Jake yeah, talking about I mean, that this week. touchdowns yeah. against like 10 picks. It wasn't yeah. his fault. I mean, like he. He didn't couldn't lift you anymore, sure. but definitely wasn't all on him. So uh, the Broncos, the way the schedule plays out, 
they'll have a chance to be in all these games because most of these teams, other than the Chiefs and the Chargers and maybe the Ravens, maybe six of our opponents of our 17 are the teams where you're going to have to go like, well, we got to go game plan to score 30. Yeah. Or we got to keep them under 27 to win. All these other games, we're going to win some 24 to 21s. We're gonna, I'm hopefully we're going to win some, you know, 27 14s, 27 13s, 27 20s. Um, they have the offensive weapons for it. For anyone who thought that, oh, well, Drew Luck opens up the field so much more, all that kind of stuff. Again, I mean, all that's just like words. Yeah. Real football and production, all that kind of stuff comes with against being better than your opponent, matching up, executing uh, the game plan, calling those plays, right? All that kind of stuff. Young talent. The Broncos have all that kind of stuff. And even if even if Teddy's throwing the ball just 10 yards to Jerry, Judy, KJ, Hamler, yeah. or Noah Fant, they're going to take it for 35, 40 Dude, no, that's, on a couple no plays. No doubt about like, it. And there's no hey, question. Teddy's not going to take any sacks. No. Nope. Teddy's going to dink and dunk. Teddy, on two or three occasions, is going to turn the corner and go to the sideline for a first down. You're going to think, like, damn, Teddy's got some moves. He should show mm-hmm. those off more often. But um, all right, that's it. That's the end of this podcast. Danny Bailey, you are great. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Um, you can find anywhere podcasts can be found. MyHighSports.com, uh, My, My High Sports app, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple uh, Play. Uh, Danny Bailey's at dbailey5280 on Twitter. He's a good follow. He's a good dude. He's one of the hardest working up-and-coming guys in Denver radio. I always say that I'm one of the biggest stars in Denver radio, and Jake and Danny are the next big stars of Denver radio. I kind of believe that kind of stuff. So thanks means for tuning a lot in. From you and I'm in your coaching tree. Thanks, so buddy. No man. matter how much Ronnie Court might try to uh, blame me, you don't want. I'm in your tree. You know, you don't want to. <laughs> do not associate yourself with Ronnie Court. No, I'm just joking. Ronnie's a good dude. But um, we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, check us out next week. We'll be back at it. Have a good weekend. Uh, good night, Sheila. Good night.